Hello and welcome to the Mount Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Tuesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you all for being a loving presence here at Mount Brook Baptist and also wherever you find yourself today. May the love of Christ exude from you. We are in Exodus chapter 3. This is Moses and the burning bush. I love this passage, Exodus 3 and 4. 4 we won't read today, but anyway, I hope that you enjoy it as well as we listen to Moses interact with the living God. Exodus chapter 3. The title in my Bible says, Moses and the burning bush. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that the bush was set on fire and did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I have seen the way of the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? Then what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my forever name, the name you shall call me from generation to generation. 
Go, assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, appeared to me and said, I have watched over you and have seen what has been done to you in Egypt, and I have promised to bring you up out of your misery in Egypt into the land of Canaan, and I have promised to bring you up out of your misery in Egypt into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, the land flowing with milk and honey. The elders of Israel will listen to you. Then you and the elders are to go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. Let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness and offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless a mighty hand compels him. So I will stretch out my hand and strike the Egyptians with all the wonders that I will perform among them. After that, he will let you go. And I will make the Egyptians favorably disposed toward this people so that when you leave, you will not go empty-handed. Every woman is to ask her neighbor and any woman living in her house for articles of silver and gold and for clothing, which you will put on your sons and daughters. And so you will plunder the Egyptians. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. I'm afraid I've preached a couple of sermons on this one, so I hope not to make this commentary too long. But in this passage, Moses in chapters 3 and 4 gives five objections to why God shouldn't have picked him as the one to go and help his fellow Israelites. The first objection is, who am I, Lord, that I should go? You know, Moses, I think, is well aware of his sinfulness. He knows that he killed a man, that he took matters into his own hands. And he was like, um, I don't think you want to send me back to Egypt. Remember the last time I left there, I had to flee. And it just reminds me that we are all inadequate. We never feel like we are enough. We, we live with the remembrance, remembrances of our past sins. Um, and, and that is the truth, that we are not enough, but it is God who uses um, fallible people for his wonderful purposes. The second objection that Moses comes up with is that when he gets there, the people are going to say, what is the name of God? Do you remember what God says? He says, I am who I am. Yahweh, I will be who I will be. This is the idea that God is self-existent. He does not need us to exist. He isn't contingent or derived from anything. In contrast, we are contingent and derived. We are totally dependent upon Him. And then did you notice several times that God mentions, I am the God of your fathers, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. I never knew that was in the Bible so much. So the contrast here is God is forever, but we as the generations, we pass, um, but God still is using us for his plan. And he told Moses, he said, take off your sandals. And Jen Wilkin taught us this in a Bible study on Exodus. When he takes off his sandals, he can feel the dust between his toes. And it's the idea that we as people will go from dust to dust. We will return to the dust. 
But God is forever, and it is this God who will lead him to Egypt to defeat the Pharaoh and to free the Israelites. The other objections are in Exodus 4. What if they do not believe me? And then, Lord, I've never been eloquent. And then finally, he says, Lord, please send someone else. And so I always end that devotional with reminding people that the Lord has given us a great community of faith to be brothers and sisters who come alongside one another when we are fearful of the Lord's plan for us. And so today, as we end, I want you to ask God if He has plans for you today. Let's open ourselves up to the Holy Spirit's leading. Lord, what do you have for us to do today? And then I want us to um, be open to encouraging others as God uses them for his plans. Will you pray with me? Father, thank you for the encouragement from your word. You are who you are. You are self-existent. You don't need us, but we surely need you. And, and Lord, you use fallible people. Thank you, Lord, for using Moses. Thank you for using us. We want to come humbly and as honestly as we can ask you, Lord, what do you have for us today? What do you want us to do today? How can we be a light in your presence? How can we be about your justice? Thank you, Lord, for brothers and sisters in faith. Help us to be an encouragement to those who are around us. Help us to be a brother, to come alongside others as they pursue you. And ultimately, Lord, we give thanks for Jesus Christ, who is our ultimate encourager and mentor and source of strength. And we pray all of these things in his name. Amen.